On today's episode, we sit down with the fantastic chapbook makers Kelly Delaney and Todd Seabrook from The Cupboard. Welcome to episode 24 of The Chapbook. I'm your host, Noah Stetzer. And I'm Ross White. Noah and I are the directors and editors at Bull City Press, which publishes chapbooks and occasionally full-length books of poetry, fiction, and nonfiction. We started this podcast to celebrate our love of chapbooks, to go behind the scenes of the publishing process, and to highlight folks who write chapbooks and the folks who make chapbooks. I love it when we talk to publishers. I love it when we bring on editors. I love it when we bring on people who are involved in the production process. And today we have got two folks who are focused on prose chapbooks. It's Kelly Delaney and Todd Seabrook. They are the co-editors and publishers of The Cupboard Pamphlet, a small press that publishes two miniature-sized volumes of prose each year. Welcome, Kelly and Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. So we were really excited uh, last fall when we got a chance to connect with you both about the cupboard and some of the things that you're doing. And you were so generous to send along these beautiful miniature chapbooks that you fashion. Uh, I wonder if you could give our listeners a little background about where the cupboard comes from, like how you guys got started and sort of the ethos of what you guys are up to. We originally uh, took over this press from two guys named uh, Dave Madden and Adam Peterson, who started it at uh, in their MFA program at uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. I came on as their designer initially, uh, just doing it for free and for fun. And eventually they wanted to stop doing it. So I took over and uh, brought in Kelly to do the heavy editing while I did most of the designing and materials of it. And we've been doing it for a long time now, it feels like. Seven years. This seven is years. our seventh year. Yeah. Seven years. Yikes. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. And so, Todd, are you the person behind designing the covers of the chat books that you guys are putting out? Uh, yes, I am. I do uh, the layout, internal layout and the covers. It is just easier and cheaper to do it yourself. Uh, Ross, I think you can agree with that. <laughs> yes, indeed. As somebody who designs chat books, I feel like we could share some war stories. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most stressful thing is making a cover. I can do a layout easy and then making a cover. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not a designer. I'm a writer. I'm not a designer by trade. So I feel like I'm making it all up. And every time I sit down and do a cover, I'm like, well, who's going to call me out on this one? This is going to be the one. And someone's like, oh, you don't actually know what you're doing, do you? We are living parallel existences, Todd. I mean it. Uh, Kelly, we loved the chap that y'all sent us called Flat Stanley Reports Back to His Third Grader by Jennifer A. Howard. We talked a little bit about it in another episode that's launching this week. But tell us a little bit about that title and how it came to y'all. So we accept most of our chat books through our annual contest. We were familiar with Jennifer's writing already, Jen's writing already. Because she has another book with us called You on Mars, Failed Sci-Fi Stories. But she submitted again through our contest. And that's where we found it and loved it. So, yeah. Kelly, I'm curious about the Flat Stanley book, which I loved, by the way. And thank you for sending us the ARC. When I was reading through the pieces, first of all, it's amazing. Maybe you could give just a little bit of a tease for some of the folks who are listening that aren't familiar with the book. Yeah, so Flat Stanley is about 
plot-wise, a little paper boy named Flat Stanley being sent around the country and encountering tales of murder and domestic violence in every home he enters. But it's not just about that. It's also about the vulnerability of being in a body, um, especially a body that can be torn, um, mutilated, or damaged, and about the author's own meta-reflections on inhabiting such a body. That's the best. I love the way you've just said that. One of the things I was really curious about and that I've been looking forward to asking you is the way the pieces unfold, uh, the the order in which each of the pieces in the the book are, 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 are placed. Were they always in the order that they appear in the finished chat book or did you guys move them around? Cause it seems like they could be, they could have been in a different order and done sort of a different thing. But, and so I'm curious about that part of the editorial process. Yeah, we didn't actually move anything around. Jen is a writer who's very strong at finding a theme and gently unfolding it especially within that chat book length. So we very much trusted her internal structure. Well, it certainly shows the strength of her talent comes through for sure in, in the order of information in the, in the chat book. And ultimately, it's so satisfying from beginning to end. Well done. Thank you. I wonder if you two would talk a little bit about what it is that really grabs hold of you and seizes you when you first encounter a manuscript. Um, We talk about this. We get this question all the time, um, of course. Like many answers, like a lot of people there ask this, it's whatever is true. We want a manuscript that is true, as something that is genuine, uh, is written from somewhere, is written like, for a purpose um, and to do something, those while that may sound simple is often lost in like a wordplay or or like oh I can just write pretty words or pretty sentences um, without having a grounded truth to it and that's it's really easy to tell it's really easy to tell when you start reading anything and like one paragraph in you can be like this person they got it they have a truth to it and it's yeah, this person is earnest. This person is coming from a space of emotional honesty in some way, whether they're humorous or dramatic or writing fiction or nonfiction, their base core experience is earnest. And that's what what they're bringing to the table. What's been your biggest takeaway since you took over the cupboard? Oh, that's that's a really good and difficult question. I mean, you're allowed to say the untold wealth of being a chapbook publisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with all this cryptocurrency. Um, yeah. The, the cra- <laughs> oh, wait, what was the question? <laughs> so I'm taking over the cupboard. Um, what what were what were some of the things that were maybe a revelation for you guys, or that sort of took you by surprise once you st- uh, took over the helm? I think for uh, for me anyway, it was the surprise of finding out how hungry people were to read this kind of literature at this length, and how many um, talented authors are working at this length of. 5,000 to 10,000 words, a kind of strange monster that doesn't fit 
in most lit journals that doesn't maybe fit well in story collections, but you know, there is a home for it. And people were really hungry for that home. Yeah. The, um, as far as we know, this might've changed at some point that we're, we're the only, uh, chapbook press that does only prose these kind of styles a lot of people do there are other people that do books that look like ours and are similar to ours but they also do other stuff we're the only ones that focus directly on this that's why we were made the 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 cover pamphlet exists for space for those places because i write like that as well and it's great work as a revelation of like uh the systems in place that uh the publishing systems in place that don't allow this work to get out there um, and, and it's like tragic that they can't, and we're just, obviously we're just two people trying our best. Um, you know, we're not publishing, you know, we're not printing 10,000 copies. Um, but we're doing what we can to get these, this amazing writing to light. I thought there would be more when I, we started this, we thought there would, we'd discover more people that uh, there's a lot of, there's like a lot of publishers to do this, but everyone is just trying their best to, to get this out. I thought uh, we were going to be like the amateurs and we get in there and we're like, Oh, everyone's just kind of just like us. Like everyone's just, <laughs> uh, Oh, you're like, Oh, you just decided to design a book. Okay. Yeah. Like, why not? <laughs> That's why I, I thought we were going to be out of our league and then we fit right in. So. Yeah. I think you're never out of your league if you're trying to bring beauty into the world. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. As, that's exactly right. All right, friends, we're going to switch over to a new feature uh, in this season's uh, The Chatbook Podcast called The Quick Round. Um, We've got just a few questions that we're going to ask, um, and you guys don't need to formulate big, long essay length answers. They're just quick off the top of your head ideas that maybe some of our listeners might be interested in knowing. Yeah. Now, what we're going to do is to give each of you equal amount of time to think about these. We're going to direct the answers. So be ready because we're going to We're going to trade back and forth. All right. So question number one, when you're at a bookstore and you pick up a book, what do you look at first? Kelly. The cover. Todd. Publisher. Mm. All right. What's the most useful writing advice you've ever gotten? Todd. Uh, Don't be. uh, What's the word? Hold on. The word is. (laughs) Don't be quaint. Kelly. Go to your dangerous space, write the thing that is uncomfortable for you or that frightens you to write. Question three, tell us one secret about the cupboard. Kelly. Oh, oh no. Secrets. Mm. It doesn't have to be scandalous, I promise. Oh, I don't even know that we have secrets. The cupboard embraces transparency. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer. That's That's what I'm going with. (laughs) All right, Todd, tell us one secret. Uh, We make three times as much money on every book sold than would cost to print. All right, next up, Todd, who is a criminally underrated writer that you don't publish? I'd go go with my friend, Jeff Bouvier. Uh, He's a poet, lives in Canada right now. I love everything he does. Excellent. Kelly, who do you got? Colin Winnett. Um, Mm. I don't know him personally at all, but every book of his that I've picked up, I've really, really enjoyed. And I think he should be a bigger household name, frankly. And question number five, 
when you first started at the cupboard, when you took over for Dave and Alex, whose chapbooks served as the biggest inspiration for you? And that can be a press or an author. Kelly. Todd's. Todd is a chapbook writer and um, had written the first chapbooks I had seen. I had been out of the writing world for a little bit. And Todd kind of yanked me back in and was like, let's do this. So uh, I have to say it was Todd Seabrook who kind of anchored me. Oh, yeah. And Todd, your answer? I'm going to say Rose Metal Press. Abby and Kathleen, who run it, uh, they I, I talked to them a lot. I, I, I would call Abby and just be like, hey, how do you do this? I'm running. I, how do you get this? How do you do taxes? What do you guys do I, all the time? I think that's fantastic. All right, guys, what's next for the cupboard? Todd, you go first. Well, we got um, our contest coming up. Um, we also have we got Alice Mercier. Her The next book we're dropping is coming out uh, soon. We don't have exact date that. So next we have three books coming out this year uh, that we're very excited about. Uh, one being last year's contest winner, which is called The Nouns by Graciando. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I can't wait. Nice. Kelly, anything to add? Yeah, um, we're also going to be at AWP and we have plans for both a virtual presence and a physical presence. So that's coming up for us directly in March. So really, you will be in two places at one time. Kelly and Todd, you have survived the very first quick round. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I could see the looks of terror. Oh you covered in like empathy sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the covered pamphlet, a small press that has beautiful, beautiful books. Where can folks find you online? Where can they follow you? So we have a website at thecupboardpamphlet.com. We're also on Instagram at The Cupboard Pamphlet and on Twitter. You can find us there as well. Excellent. You guys know what to do. Jump onto the internet. Make sure that you're following this fantastic small press, The Cupboard. Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, be sure to click subscribe to get episodes as soon as they go live. We're on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and all other major pod places. If you have a moment, let us know what you think. You know, five stars is totally appropriate if you love a little podcast. So drop five stars on the chat book and tell a friend. While you're online following the coverage, you can also find out what we're up to by following us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Bull City Press, or you can visit our website at BullCityPress.com. I'm on Twitter at DC Noah. I'm on Twitter at Ross White. You can email us at chatbook at Bull City Press with any chatbook related tips or questions. Y'all, thanks so much for listening today. Kelly and Todd, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We'll catch you next time. 